Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, is IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Batman and J-Man. Mwah. Hola, and welcome to another wacky yet sexy episode of IWS Radio, the show that thinks all other internet radio shows are cute. I am the J-Man, coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, just a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, is a man who can get just as wild as he ever did. He just needs to be done a little earlier in the evening. The Mat Man, bitches. When I found out that these two bozos would be celebrating Kiss a Ginger Day today, I quickly colored my red hair to black so I wouldn't be at risk of Mat Man trying to grope me and plant his booze-soaked lips upon mine. Hell, he tries that every day as it is. Grossy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh God. That is yucky. And downright offensive. <laughs> hey now. I mean, wait that's a just that's 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 Gene Raber nineteen seventies match game creepiness there, buddy. <laughs> uh huh. For Richard Dawson. For Richard Dawson. This is bad, yep. A couple of horn dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, there we go, Matt. Guarantee there's not going to be another BTR show referencing Gene Rayburn <laughs> today. <laughs> no, there won't be, J-Man. Very good. <laughs> so we're already ahead of them. <laughs> Although, J-Man, knowing BTR and podcasters, there's a game show show out there somewhere probably probably and there's probably like a huge gene rayburn fan who if he hears this is going to be here to complain let us know that we're not being fair to the great gene rayburn exactly (laughs) there's probably a wink martindale tribute show out there somewhere there might be there might be a peter marshall tribute show even peter marshall exactly Whose son played in the major leagues with the Angels, Pete mm-hmm. Lecoq. Pete Lecoq, yep. Played for uh, the Royals and then the Angels, yep. Yep. Not a bad ball player. Not bad, not bad. And then, of course, there's good old Chuck Woolery. I know you're a big yeah. fan of his. Oh, sure. He blocked me, J-Man. <laughs> He's a big fan of mine, too, evidently. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> he blocked me on Twitter. <clears throat> yep. He's the one who uh, 
paid a tribute to uh, his longtime friend Jim Lang, who passed away. And he sent out a tweet and spelled Jim Lang's name wrong. That's very unfortunate. <laughs> Such good friends that he couldn't even spell uh-huh. his name, Greg. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Oh, God. Now, of course, we're we're we're, we're officially uh, we're officially uh, no bad things can be said about Pat, Pat Sajak because we uh, we saw his daughter this week, so we want to be nice. Then. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jay and I experienced the daughter of Pat Sajak this week on Wheel of Fortune. Maggie Sajak, that's right. We got the Maggie Sajak experience, and we liked it. <laughs> Holy cow. And if you've missed it, you better go onto YouTube. I'm sure she's on there. Yep. And or just maybe do a Google image leg. search. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I was wondering, I never even looked. Somebody, uh, somebody needs to start a Twitter, uh, Maggie Sajak's Legs. Twitter account. Oh, no kidding. And she wears these nice, cute, not real short skirts, but just a little bit above the knee. Yeah. About thigh high. Oh. Oh, she, (laughs) you got to respect her hustle, J-Man. She knows how to work it. Yeah, she's like five ten or something, wearing heels. She's probably six feet tall. Very statuesque. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, very cute. And she's a damn it's fine a job, letter. Pat. Yeah, <laughs> and she's a damn fine letter toucher person too. She's done a good job. She is touching those, touching those lighted boxes. I'm sure that's not easy. <laughs> yeah, oh, too. I got a letter she could touch, and it begins with a D. See, now, was it necessary to go that far? Yes, it was. (laughs) Well, there's the start we never expected. Well, no, we didn't. I mean, I thought we'd gotten that out of our system on Friday during show prep. But evidently you not. Start with, somehow you start with Gene Rayburn and you end up. You start with Gene Rayburn being a horn dog and you end up with us talking about Maggie St. Jack like a piece of meat. Well, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> Life goes in circles, doesn't it? Hmm. All right. So how are you doing, Matt? How's Uh, everything going? Oh, let me catch my breath. Uh, Not bad. Weather sucks. God. It's calmed down today. And it was funny last night, Jamie, and they said we're going to get all these high winds and whatnot. And I had just posted last night, probably about, I don't know, 10, 15. Boy, where are all these winds? Never got any. Well, I shouldn't have said that, (laughs) J-Man. 
because that triggered the wind machine, didn't it? <laughs> However, car yes, <laughs> yes, it did. Did, but karma left me alone. I spread my karma to others. Uh huh. And we want to give a shout out to Easy Rider who joined and left the conversation very quickly. Thanks for the hit, Easy Rider. Yeah. Nice of you. And uh, we had the, uh, of course, that storm system came through here on Friday night, and it it got pretty wild here in uh, God's country. I bet. Um, big storms, tornadoes, uh, straight line winds, hook echoes, you name it, we had them. And uh, we we got lucky here in Redneckville. It just uh, just missed us, but over Yellville, flipping Mountain Home, uh, they have probably it was a tornado, a lot of damage over there. Uh, there was some some wind damage here in town, but whew, that was a close one. There were tornadoes here oh, and down you. in you know New, of course Newton County. Newton County always gets hit with tornadoes. That's just tornado central down there. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Bagwine itself was relatively unscathed. Unscathed. I mean, but it got windy. And unfortunately, Troy, which is about eh, 20 miles to my west-northwest, that city got ravaged. So did Urbana, which is about and 15 miles north of me. And then our very own Nurse Doom, J-Man. Saw that on the Facebook machine. Plucked a tree right out of the yard. Yeah. Yeah, Chateau Brion be out there with his chainsaw here today, probably. Carving that oh, thing yeah, up. Oh, yeah, taking his anger out. <laughs> yes, son of he, might just cut it, he might just cut it up with his own fist, his own hand, hey man. He might, he might just, he might kick and chop on that thing with himself. And of course, Jay man is Nurse Doom related the story to me early about I don't know seven fifteen this morning, because you know I was intently and intensely working on. On the show at 7.15. Of course. She was at her uh, job saving lives. Uh, she said, I barely survived. I thought I was doomed. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> she said, you know, J-Man, she said, really? I didn't even know it happened because Dr. Ambien was in the house. Huh, uh-huh. there was a... Most amazing. Yeah, well, that's okay because you know, the time to panic when something like that happens is a couple hours after it happens. Oh sure. You know, you can't you can't panic beforehand because you don't know what's going to happen. You can't panic while it's happening because you didn't know it was going to happen. So then a couple yeah. hours later, you like freak out, like, "Oh my God, we almost died." <laughs> Just like when the tree fell into the window during our uh, live podcast that year about four or five years ago. Exactly. Smoop and I neither even 
realized it until I turned around and the phone was off and I went, what happened? And, hey, there's a tree in our window. Unfortunately, it didn't come through the window. That would have been a real exclusive. <laughs> Why would you wish that on me? <laughs> kidding. Kidding, of course. But you did call the uh, you local you did call the uh, local television and get them to come out and get, well, get video of that. Well, I a picture up. Here, here's how – here's they're like, they're like ambulance chasers, the local news. <laughs> I tweeted a picture of it. I said, look at, look at the tree in my window here in Bagwan, yeah, Springfield or whatever. And someone from WHIO tweeted me back. What's your address? Yeah, 26, 26 Okay, we'll be right by. <laughs> you should have run out there and Good hung an American flag. You should have run out there and hung an well, American you know, flag Jay, man, and an IWSRadio.com banner from it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I should have hung a banner and said Bagwine Strong, too. A Bagwine Strong <laughs> Like, well, you know, J-Man, we do the podcast on Sundays, and Sundays are a slow news day. Watch your ass. <laughs> but, you know, they love to go around when there's been a tornado. There's all kinds of damage or an earthquake or whatever. They love to go through neighborhoods and find the house with the American flag flying. Oh, you sure. know, they get a, get a video of that, and they go a little slow motion, put a little music behind it. Very dramatic. Yes, I I will say though that uh, this area really got ravaged Memorial Day weekend. Uh huh. We had like nine tornadoes in the area. Oh yeah. Followed by a shooting in in the Oregon district. (laughs) Good times. Good times, man. Wild times. Wild men doing wild things. But the tornado outbreak in this area of the country in the middle of January is not that common. I'll be honest with you. It was a little, uh, a little weird. And it was followed up by snow and ice, although that also missed us. We just got a little bit of sleep for a few minutes, and then it went away. And Just enough to, you know, like it iced over the windshields of the cars, but that was about it. The roads were fine. But the te- temperatures plummeted throughout the day. Exactly. As you said, yeah. they would on Friday. They're going to plummet. Yeah. Yeah, you go to bed at midnight on Friday night and it's 64 degrees, and at noon the next day it's 30 degrees, and you're just like, <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. <laughs> oh, hell. I overdressed for work yesterday. I was sweating at the beer mine in January. Uh-huh. And then I had oh, yeah. Smoop get me up. Yeah, Smoop had to get up and go to work at 6.30, or leave at 6.30. And I said, get me up so I can work on the show. So okay. She said, I'm going to go start the car. I said, I'll be down there in a minute. And I'm thinking, why you got to start the car? My head was still wet from last night at the beer line. Whoo, it was a little chilly this morning, J-Man. <laughs> yep. See? Yeah, he got down in the 20s here last night, but 
bounce back into like around 50 or so today and then into the 60s the next couple of days. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Good for oh, you. Shit. I know, right? Uh-huh. Works out. <clears throat> Works out all right for me. So anything uh, anything exciting go down this week? Any other than the you know all the near death experiences from Mother Nature? Uh, let's see. Ooh, I took Wednesday off, Jay man. Oh, that's right, you did. Just How'd because. that work out for you? Well, here's the thing, Jay man. I got. I got to get this off my chest, and I know you'll understand. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you know, Jamie, and I, I rarely ask for a day off just to have a day off. Right, a little mental call, health day. I usually, yeah, I usually call in because, well, I can't walk, and I'm on crutches. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think I, uh, I, well, scheduled days off when I got married. Understandable, I think. But now that you look I back see. on it, what? Well, <laughs> 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 oh boy, you're going to get the finger when Schmoop hears the playback. <laughs> I, I am. I'm going to get the evil <laughs> eye from that one. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. So Mahoney, you want Wednesday off? I said, yeah. Here's the thing, Jay. You know, as much as I like most of the people who come through the drive-thru, sometimes, after all these years, you get sick of seeing the same people at the same time of day get the same <laughs> thing with their same stale jokes. <laughs> Can you, you just, just gotta go think, away? You know, you just aren't you ever tempted to just get the stuff that you know people are coming through and get their stuff out and line it up for them? <laughs> Just, here oh, you go. I do God. that all the time. <laughs> I'll be standing out front smoking, and uh, someone will be turning the corner and they'll put up a finger of one, meaning one 12 pack or one pack of smokes. Oh, God. You know, you just got to have a breather once in a while, yeah, an unscheduled do. breather. So, Alan gave me the day off, kind of, J-Man, ladies and gentlemen. With a caveat, I'm sure. Well, thank you, because I was going to use that word. <laughs> Mahoney. <laughs> thank you for stealing my word, J-Man. This was unscripted, as always. I said, Alan, <laughs> I told and I told Alan before I got the day off. I said I told I told Lauren if she got behind, I'd come up and stop. But I wasn't going to wait on cars because you know I really wouldn't be in any shape to <laughs> to deal with the general public. <laughs> exactly. Or if I did, it wouldn't go down well. I said I'd come up and start. So I go up there. That was like on Monday or Tuesday after he said, yeah, okay. Have the day off. I said, Lauren can handle it if you say so. And I'm going, oh, my God. Anyway, I went up there on Wednesday to get beer, and Lauren was there. 
Lauren said, I didn't think you were coming in today. I said, I got to get beer. And Lauren said, duh, what was I thinking? But uh, Alan says to me, so you're coming up here at 7 and working the rest of the night with her? I said, no. I said, I told Lauren that I would come up here if she got behind and needed help, and I would stop. Why don't you just come up here at 8? You know, J-Man, <laughs> that's the stupidest thing you, ever. Be off you know all day and come in o'clock for two hours. That's stupid. You know when the other people working there, white chick, asked for a day off, he said, "Take the day off." What do I get, Jamie? Uh-huh. Caveat, caveats. Caveats. That's right. God, what's his? I don't. I don't understand his lack of faith in the, the lovely Lauren. She seems fine. I know. Here's the thing, because I told him Ashley closes. Shoot, white chick closes on her on her own. Lauren's better than her, if you say so, Mahoney. Well, you know <laughs> she is. I know. Oh my God. And I went in yeah, there Thursday has, morning. I'm sorry, yeah, he go has ahead. I just say, yet he has reservations for some reason. Yeah, I don't understand it. I went in there Thursday morning. It was almost perfect. <clears throat> Everything was stocked. Yeah, see? She missed one, she missed one thing of note, and that was it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, there's always got to be one thing. So. Well, here's the funny thing, and she and I, Lauren and I have talked about it. Um, it was something right in front of your face, because when you look out the office door, there's a Coke cooler, and it contains 15 packs of Coke and Coke products. She forgot to stock a 15-pack of Coke. That's no big deal. we got other ones in there. But it's right in front of your face. Because she and I both miss the ones that are staring us right in the face. Yeah. These are busy looking for the other stuff. Exactly. Or for the trees or some shit like that. Exactly. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, (laughs) I'm going to... If I have to take, and, and well, Alan even used the phrase, so you will be on call. I'm going, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, Jay, man, I was almost ready to say, you just fucking forget it. I'll be here. <laughs> my regular shift. That's what he was, that's what he was pushing for. <laughs> well, I know he was. It's important not to give in to those those type of things. That box like those, that too. Or to those, those people. people. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a boss one time that uh on my uh review we had a review like every six months. Oh, I right. had uh, I had per- I had perfect attendance and he gave me four out of five on attendance because <laughs> he refused to give anybody five on the <laughs> scale. 
and I'm uh, like, I was just stood there. I was like, what the hell, man? <laughs> can't even go for the Somehow he knew you were. <laughs> Somehow he knew you were gonna, you were gonna try to call in one day. No, no, he said that. Uh, he said, nope, nobody ever has perfect attendance. Everybody mentally checks out every once in a while. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And the worst part about it was he's not wrong. But that's not the point. <laughs> God. Man, what a mess. Well, I had, a, I had a... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm uh, almost done with this window. story. Uh, Thank you for that. No, excuse me? No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm almost done. He had his friend. Now a you're, friend re- of his you're really breaking. You're really, really, really breaking up, Matt. Really breaking up. Am I going to call like you're back underwater. in? You sound like you're underwater. I swear to you, you really do. Okay, I'm going to call back in. Okay. Okay. So while Matt does that, um, I will talk about. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, we got the NFL playoffs this afternoon. We've got Kansas City and Houston, a game in Kansas City. And then we've got Seattle at Green Bay. It's going to be like 15 degrees in Green Bay. It's going to be cold AF up there. The uh, sports pundits, the NFL pundits said not to worry. Uh, Russell Wilson played at Wisconsin College. I mean, he only played there for one year, and the season was over by November or December. So, I don't know that he's really experienced Wisconsin winter in terms of football. I think it could be interesting. But I think that Aaron Rodgers has made the turn downward in his career. I don't think he's quite what he used to be. What do you think? 661-244-985. Oh, there's Matt. Okay. Hello. You're not going to believe this. What? Talk. Is it better? No, it's not. Am I the only one hearing this? Maybe it's me. Because if Jamie was in the chat room. Pretty... Could... Well, oh, there you go. Okay, now it's better. Go ahead. Huh. Okay. Oh, there. You... Oh, yeah. There you go. Now you're good. Huh. Well, you know we were having problems from the start, even before the show. Yeah. Well, now no. you're real clear. Now you're really clear. That's weird. Okay. Okay, now, continue where where you left off. Well, I'm out of the mood now. Okay. <laughs> no, really quickly, a friend of his was in the office when I was giving Alan shit about that. And he said to me, Matthew, Alan has talked to me. He said he would kill himself before he'd fire you. <laughs> to which I said, are you sure he didn't say he would kill me before he would fire me? <laughs> the guy said, it could have been that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Alan said that he would just kill all of you. Murder, suicide <laughs> kind of thing. Uh-huh. If it came to that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Everything sick. does. 
everything sounds better on my end too now. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> well, let's keep it that way if we can. BTR. Yeah, could we BTR? Spectrum? Cox Cable? Could we keep it on? Yeah. Wow. Oh, shit. I dropped the phone. So how was your <laughs> week, Jay, man? Well, you know, it was mostly uneventful. But uh, something something kind of spectacular did happen Thursday morning. Really? Yeah, I was. Uh, I had I had, I had to run some errands. Had to do a couple of things before the rain set in the afternoon. Sure. Uh, so as I was uh, matriculating down the road, <laughs> tootling along, Toodling. I looked over there and. I, I saw the local uh, Goodwill, and I thought, ah, you know what? I've got time. Got nothing really much going on. I'll mm-hmm. whip in there real quick. Goodwill rarely sure. has anything of value to me. I mean, it rarely has anything that I really want. So I go in there, and I'm wandering around, and I'm looking at T-shirts and clothes, and I'm looking at all the little knickknacks and stuff like that, all the little mm-hmm. pictures and paintings are a dollar each, you know. Thinking about, you know, maybe doing a little uh, redecorating the palatial estates here. You know, who knows? Oh, sure. And uh, I'm looking to see if maybe they had a uh, lighted on-air sign, you know, to match yours. But they didn't. So. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, then they had this rack and it was winter jackets. Jackets and coats. And they had them half price. I thought I'd just kind of look around, and there it was, Matt. The jacket I've been looking for all my life, even though I didn't know I'd been looking for it. Well, you didn't find it. The jacket found found you. Exactly. Exactly. I took it off the hanger. I gave it a a good look to make sure there weren't any, you know, really noticeable stains. you got to be careful in these places. I oh, sure. I gave it a little, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> sometimes stuff at the Goodwill has a little uh, odor to it, and it was good. Oh, sure. Jack was very new. It's a uh, it's a raincoat mm-hmm. combination raincoat and winter coat. It's got a uh, lining, but it's uh, it's water resistant. Got a hood. Put it on, and it just fit. Perfectly. It just, it just, it, it hugged me, Matt. It I was gonna me. say, did it hug you, Jay Man? It, 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 it wrapped its arms around me in a warm embrace. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And so, I got it. Did you check it's it for bed bugs? I, oh yeah. I, I looked it over pretty good. Okay. Three dollars. And fifty cents. Mostly, I was looking looking it over for cat hair, because that's what you really got to watch out for. Stop oh, I know you're cat allergic. Hair. Yeah, three dollars and fifty cents is all it cost. Holy moly! Spectacular. That's a beautiful thing. Yep. Wore it. It wasn't really that cold, but I wore it anyway, as I was out running around, just because I had it, just showing it off to everybody. And I know people were looking and going, ooh, ooh, look at that coat. You're like Ryan O'Neal. 
and the coat is Allie McGraw in Love Story. <laughs> this is a beautiful thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty happy. And I uh, I can't remember the brand of it now, but I looked it up, and the coat, that very coat, on for sale at Amazon for $60. Get out. I know. No, and since it was fifty percent off, it was supposed to be seven. At seven dollars, it still would have been a bargain. I'd have gone for it at seven. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd have gone for it at ten, but at seven, I would I would have been willing to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> three fifty was that's right in my price range, right there yeah, for yeah. clothing. You know, and I'm doing my part for the uh, for the environment too. Does that coat end up in a landfill? No, gets a new life, a new home, a new exactly. forever home. Yeah. A, sec- a second chance to make someone happy. And I know that cat's going to say, do and it made someone happy. Yep. And then, of course, I posted a picture of it on uh, Facebook and uh, <clears throat> had the uh, well actually lady uh, tell me about her <laughs> thrifting story. Like, like uh-huh. I really was caring about that. And then, you know, telling me how great a how great it is to go thrifting like I didn't already know. But the problem is here in Redneckville, you just can't find much good stuff. You know, yeah. in a big city, you can go to, you can go to the thrift stores that are close to the, the hoity-toity neighborhoods. You can find some oh, pretty sure. fancy stuff. You can oh, find yeah. some high-end stuff at great prices. She told me all about her tote that she found or something in a thrift store in Beverly Hills one time. I'm like, good for you, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, that was really the highlight of the week, which you know, pretty good highlight. That's pretty. That's pretty high. Yep. We have some breaking news here, Matt. Oh goodness! I'll just. Uh, I'll use this as the breaking news. New England Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman was arrested by the LAPD early this morning for vandalism and road rage as he apparently jumped on the hood of another person's car and did damage to it. You know, those, those New England Patriots, I mean... Just one bunch of thugs, absolute thugs. Here's the thing, Jay, man. It happened in Beverly Hills, which we were just talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah, we like to we like to keep a flow to the show. Sure. You know. I I can't see a a roof stomping wide receiver from the Mac jumping on someone's hook. Well, you know how you know they they get a little big for their britches. They forget where they come from once they get up yeah, there. Yeah, they forget the, their roots. Yeah, once once they hang out in the the blue blood streets of Boston. Exactly. Boston they ruins become, everything. Yeah, exactly. They uh they just become real full of themselves and they mm-hmm. think they're better than everybody.
So anyway, so we got that going for us. We've got the Patriots out of the playoffs, and we got Julian shame. Edelman. Julian Edelman spending a little time in the uh, the tank. Unfortunately, it was the Beverly Hills lockup rather than the <laughs> South Central lockup. Exactly. <laughs> You can imagine the Beverly Hills lockup probably had luxury couches in the cell mm-hmm. and probably had a, a phone charging station. Oh, sure. <laughs> and he's only getting two pieces of caviar for lunch today. Bad yeah. boy, bad. bad. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, a little bad, a little bad press for the Patriots. I see uh, Doritos came out with a, uh, I don't know if you saw it. They, they've come out with a new flavor. It's got no, Tom, Brady's on, Tom Brady's picture on the bag, and the flavor is Nacho Year. <laughs> saw that on Twitter the other day. I'm sure they're tasty. Probably bittersweet, J-Man. They probably taste bittersweet. Bittersweet, yeah. They're uh, bold and brash and damn good-looking chips. Exactly. <laughs> chips that uh, supermodels would like to munch on. All right. Oh, J-Man, something big happened in the news this week. Uh, As you know, and probably ladies and gentlemen, most of you know, the Iranians finally admitted that they uh, shot down an Iranian Mm -hmm. airliner. And uh, a lot of people were killed. Including 60 Canadians and whatnot, and uh, Fox and Friends, J-Man, the two potted plants, Steve and uh, Brian and whoever's in the middle now, I don't know who it is, they were discussing it. Is it Ainsley? Yeah, it probably is Ainsley. Although, J-Man, I had Fox and Friends on this morning, and she lives in Australia now, so they had on... uh, Anna Kuhlman, you know, one Kuhlman. of our favorites. Yeah, one of the high WS favorites. But, big uh, fan, big fan. Oh, sure. Um, anyway, they were discussing the uh, shooting down of the uh, civilian airliner, and uh, Steve frickin' Ducey, who's dumb as hell, he had a question for... Uh, Geraldo Rivera. Take it away, Mr. Ducey. Geraldo, uh, can you imagine if the United States of America accidentally shot down a jetliner? <laughs> well, you know, Steve, we did in 1988. It was an international uh, big, well, not a scandal, but a big, big debate. You uh, paid a lot of money. Our, our, our mm-hmm. guided missile frigate Vincennes uh, in the Gulf there shot down an Iranian passenger liner. 290 died, including over 60 children. <laughs> Uh huh. I'm not a smart man. 
Could you imagine if someone else did this? Well, other people have done it. Then the <laughs> Russians, was it the Russians who shot down, shot down the KLM flight? Yes. In the Ukraine. Yeah, of course they have. Yeah. Well, no, I, that, I mean, although I don't think that was an accident. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. No, there was a Korean Airlines flight that uh, the Russians shot down back in the 80s also. Accidentally, mm-hmm. of course. That strayed sure. a little close to the airspace. You know, they're very touchy people. Now, can you imagine that the U.S. did that? We did do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> when was this? I'm a newsman. <laughs> I don't know news, Adam. News things. <laughs> <laughs> He's an idiot. Yeah, it seems as though there's a few people in Iran that are a little, little unhappy about the. Yeah, kind, of, kind of kind of slow walked the admission that that they had done this, even though everybody kind of knew that they had done this. And they uh-huh. kind of like you know, yeah, we don't know what happened. And now they finally admitted it. Yeah, I, I was watching the TV this morning. There's a few gatherings on the street corners. Over <laughs> this. A few, pe- a few people. <laughs> On the on the street corner, talking about you know what's happening in the world, yeah. And in the tea shops and whatnot, yeah. <laughs> you people with thoughts, they have thoughts <laughs> <laughs> on this. But it's uh, it's interesting that you uh, brought up Iran. Well. It just so happens that uh, we have a Witty Banner sponsor for this week. Get out. Huh? No, I'm serious. And that Witty Banner sponsor is, in fact, the Islamic Republic of Iran, working quickly to try to repair their image with the world and, you know, keep the tourists coming because it's such a fun place to go. Oh, sure. So why don't we, why don't we check out their... Uh, their hastily made uh, tourism <laughs> ad. Okay. There's a place in Eurasia, just to the east of the Middle East, that is home to one of the world's oldest civilizations. A peace-loving, pro-business, intellectual regional power where you can enjoy life to the fullest. The Islamic Republic of Iran, or just Iran, or if you prefer Persia, is home to almost 83 million happy and hard-working people. Here in Iran, we are not Arabs. Something that surprises most Americans. If you call us Persians, about 70% of Americans think we are French and live in Paris and hate us a little less. By the way, the literacy rate in Iran is 93%, up from 36% in 1979. So, there's always hope Alabama and Mississippi. Many people see Iran as a country run by a bloodthirsty sociopath with a messiah complex. No, that's America. Sure, we're known for our hard work and explosive economic growth, but the truth is we also like to have a good time. It's just a different kind of good time. A popular quote says in Iran there is everything. It's just that nothing is in its own place. Do you want to own a cheetah? Have four wives? Drive a Bugatti Veyron on state-subsidized gasoline? Drink and smoke day and night and party hard? Ski-slash-hike-slash-extreme sports in a mixed-gender fashion? 
it's all there as long as you have the money for it and know the right people, and most importantly, if you keep it on the down low. As a bonus, the chances of your plane accidentally getting blown out of the sky are minimal. The IRI as we like to call it is a surprisingly diverse country. While it's true that we are predominantly Persians, the population of Iran is a diverse Indo-European ethno-linguistic group of folks. We have Arabs, Turks, Azerbaijanis, Armenians, Assyrians, Asholians, and of course Kurds. Ugh. Oh well, we all need someone to look down on, I guess. Sure, we've fought amongst ourselves a few times in our thousands of years of existence, and we've had a few tiffs with neighbors over the years, but 70% of our population is under 25 giving us a youthful exuberance that visitors young and old can vibe with. Iran is a very sporting country. Polo was invented here. We're full of surprises. We excel at wrestling, cricket, and soccer, having won three Asia Cups and currently ranked 37th in the world. Oh sure, only men are allowed to compete, let's be reasonable here. As you can see, the Islamic Republic of Iran is the perfect place for your next business outing or family vacation. So, rather than places like Bali or Hawaii choose Iran for your next big trip, you'll have a blast. That was outstanding. It was. Like a great it place. went out with a bang. Yeah, sounds like a really great place to go. We should uh, no, we should sure. take the show there. On, we should take the show on the road, and we should hit up all the uh, the hot spots. You know, Syria, oh, sure. <laughs> Egypt, <laughs> Iran, Iraq. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, lots, some powder keg of, of activity. Mm-hmm. Your bag, Jamie. <laughs> doing the next show from Iran. Yep. Back, go and uh, buy a, a hijab, buy a burqa, uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah, buy a burqa. <laughs> Get that head covered I in bet. public at all times. Yeah, I bet she looks sexy in a burqa. I'm ready to go, Jay, man. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be fun. I think it's probably great. Great great nightlife in an Islamic country, right? Exactly. Hit hit up the casinos where you can only bet, Uh like, uh, I don't know, like wooden tokens or something. Because you can't really Uh bet money. That's against the rules. Kind of like in Dubai where they've got the horse races, but you're not allowed to bet on them. Now, some of the Islamic countries, you can drink in the hotels. Well, yeah, I mean, they they acknowledge that, well, like Dubai is a very international city. So, you know, Westerners love to go there and stay at the, the luxury hotels. I want to go to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Because that's fun to say. Abu Dhabi. Yeah, 
Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Where'd you go, Abu Dhabi? Yeah. In fact, Iran that Iran threatened to uh, bomb Abu Dhabi if the U.S. retaliated. Oh, soon. they threatened to bomb everyone. Yeah, but still, that's you know that's you know when you threaten to to bomb the place that all the uh, rich white dudes go where they can have all the prostitutes and all that they you know <laughs> ooh, ooh, hey 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 calm down Trump don't ruin our fun mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein may be gone but we're still here. Exactly. I don't want to go to Cutter though. I don't like saying that Cutter. It's it's abrasive. Cutter. <laughs> it, it sounds threatening, doesn't it? It does. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> I always thought it was Qatar, and then over the last few years, everyone said Cutter. I know. I like it's that. really annoyed me. I like Qatar better. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like a guitar, which is pleasant. Right. And, of course, that's where the uh, World Cup is going to be in whatever year. 2020. Is the World Cup coming up this year for men? Well, anyway, whenever it is, it's going to be there in Qatar in 127-degree weather. I was just going to say that. Exactly. It's going to be out and there playing we're down soccer to seven people on oven. the field in this match. <laughs> people are keeling and over from both heat stroke. Teams included. Saw <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that uh, uh, the Dayton Flyers laid the wood to uh, who was that they beat yesterday? Who did they beat? I forget now. Oh, my God. They beat them, like, by 30. Close to it. I forget. They're 14 and 2 now, though. Now, let's see. They beat um, UMass. Yeah, okay. It was UMass. Yeah. And uh, OB Toppin. Pretty good. They used to be, yeah, back in the day. Uh, Obi Toppin uh, had to leave the game with a uh, uh, a sprained ankle. Yeah, but uh, the last I saw, they said they, they said he came back to the. Actually, that game was on CBS, and I turned. I was flipping through the channels, and it was late in the game. Uh, I didn't even know it was on there, but uh, but they, he came back to the bench, and they said he came back under his own power. And, yeah, uh, and he got off the floor like he, under his own power. Yeah, so he should be okay then. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about that. No. He might miss one game just to be careful. Of course, that one game would be yeah. VCU, always a threat. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought too, J-Man. I'm going, oh, <laughs> God, here we go again. <laughs> but they did beat St. Joseph at St. Joseph, and that's the first time in 20 years they've won at in that arena, they said. Yeah. On the on – the, Sports Center thing. Well, anyway, there's that. Arkansas beat Ole Miss yesterday Ooh, in Oxford really? after trailing trailing by 11 with about seven minutes to wow. go, and then they just steamrolled steamrolled them, Matt, there in the final seven minutes to win by four. They did lose at LSU though, which was not unexpected. LSU always a very big athletic team. 
Arkansas, not big. <laughs> and uh, on the road, you know how things go on the road sometimes. Like, oh, you sure. know, you know, there's 10 seconds left. You're down by two and you got the ball and two LSU players kick and punch your player and no call. <laughs> you know, that type of thing happens. <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. Here we go. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that if, that, look, when they play, when they play in Fayetteville, it'll be the other way around. That's the way the SEC is. When you're at home, you're allowed to do a lot of things in the SEC. Officiating is not very good. Are you saying there's a lot of home cooking down there, J-Man? A little home cooking, which is not a bad thing in <laughs> Baton Rouge because that Cajun food's good. Mmm. Just like I told you one time about that uh, dude, uh, Jason Chavez, the right-wing nut from Utah who works for Fox now. Mm-hmm. He was a really good kicker for uh, Brigham Young. He kicked an extra point or a field goal. I can't remember which. When they were playing against uh, the M, they were playing against Miami. And uh, they said it went wide. He said, bullshit. Well, he didn't say that because, you know, he's a Mormon. Right. He would never say a word like that. The referee said, said, in any other stadium in this country, that kick would have been called good, but not here at the U of M. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's like Lou Holtz, Arkansas playing at Texas. And uh, there was a fumble, and Texas player jumped on the ball, and Lou said that the referee blew the whistle and said, our ball. <laughs> And North Carolina lost at home to Clemson, and Roy Williams said that he deserves to be fired. He was so awful. He said, "I," he said, "I completely let my guys down today." Poor Roy. Poor Roy. Poor Roy. Taking it, taking it pretty hard. What is Arkansas now? Like 13 and 3? 13 and 2, yeah. 13 and 2. Yeah. Pretty good start. Still, you know, the grind. The grind of the conference season. Probably going to wear them down. Oh, my God. Shut up. But they do have Kentucky next Saturday. Oh. In the bud. Which people are pretty excited about. I think Kentucky's going to run us out of the building, but we'll see. We'll see. What happens? In the Bud Melman Arena. In the old Bud Bowl. (laughs) I hope they blow the hell out of them. Oh, that'd be great. Just get one opportunity to beat Kentucky by 40 points and just run the score up. And then, J-Man, you know if they do, if Arkansas beats the hell out of them, you got to go to Snake's Facebook page and just type in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so she can scream, 24-hour rule. 
24-hour rule. <laughs> that's still about the dumbest thing any Kentucky fans ever said, and that's saying something. That's that is going something. Things. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw Kansas lost to um, Baylor at Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence for the first time ever yesterday. Really? So it's a wacky, wacky world out there. Missouri, oh. Missouri blew Florida's doors off. It's just, it's just wacky, Matt. No telling what's. I mean, we know how it's going to end. It's going to end with Duke winning it all. But until then, there's no telling what's going to happen. <laughs> I think this is the year for Dayton, Jay. Man, they're going to win it all. They're going to. They, they definitely have the team to make a run. No doubt about that. They could definitely make a run. They're not that big either. Because, you know, J-Man, but you don't have to be big because it, come, it all comes down to guard play. Guard play. Yeah, in a tournament. Oh, yeah. The tournament's about, you know, you just survive in advance. And you got to have the guards going to have to knock down those shots when they get the That's chance. Right. <laughs> oh, God. I'm already looking forward to March Madness to hear all the uh, uh-huh. things I've heard so many years. Uh, right now, projections are they have Dayton as a four seed. Ooh. You know, a number of teams have made the final four out of a, as a four seed. Over the years, not a bad spot. To Dayton be in. made Dayton made the Elite Eight with seven players as an eleven. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. That was an oh yeah. And by the way, Indiana beat Ohio State yesterday. Oh, did they really? Oh, what a fucking shame! <laughs> I know, devastating, devastating blow. <laughs> To the luck, guys. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we're close to the top of the hour, Matt. You want to go ahead and start on our because we both got pretty long, good and bad songs, I think. Okay. Well, Buddy Acapella. Hmm. Uh huh. He's back, uh-huh. Jay Man. No kidding. Buddy Aca- No kidding. Buddy Acapella's. Uh, Pella, take us away. We're going to play some bad songs. We're going to play some good songs. So hippity hop and take a tea tock and look at the clock. It's nearly one o'clock. And we're going to play some music now. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Oh, oh sure. Always good to always good to hear from Buddy Acapella. Oh sure. <clears throat> Might have to bump up his volume a little. No, I thought it was good. That was good. Oh, okay. What you yeah. what you got for us? You wanna go first? I'll go first. Jay man, you know it's 
Kiss a Ginger Day. And this ginger has a special place in my heart. And this song is god-awful. And it's even exacerbated by the fact that one of my best friends growing up to grade school, junior high, and high school, and I roomed with him at Bowling Green, Joe Aker, looks just like him. It is one of the worst written songs lyrically and one of the most overproduced. Take it away. Rick Astley. Not that not awful. good. It's not really what? that awful. Oh, I, I mean, I, I've never really hated. I've never hated that song the way so many people do. <clears throat> Have you ever seen I mean, I the lyrics? I don't love it, or I don't love it, or anything. It's oh, you know what? It's got a good message. It's got a good message. He's telling his his girl or guy. I don't know. I don't know anything about Rick Ashley. It could be, you know, whatever. He's telling his partner mm-hmm. how much he loves them, and he's never going to let them uh-huh. let them down. Never gonna let him go. God, it's terrible. God. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Not Jay. So. Okay. So of course I mentioned, you know, I got, that I I got this this awesome new jacket at the at yeah. Goodwill. And uh, right. our friend Buzzkill comes along and had the audacity to ask me if I had ever seen the video for this song. I, I cannot – I'm so offended that she would think that I, of all people, did not know about this song and had never seen the video. I just, it's offensive. It's rude. Anyway, so I decided to go ahead and play it as my bad song. But like I told you on Friday, this is kind of a tweener. It could have been a good song in a kind of an ironic, funny way. But anyway, it's the bad song. This is Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Wayne's with Thrift Shop. Oh, 
club like what up? I got a big pack. I'm just pumped. I bought some shit from a thrift Whoa. shop. Ice on the fringe is so damn frosty. The people like, damn, that's a cold ass honky. Rolling in hella deep, headed to the mezzanine. Dressed in all pink, set my gator shoes. Those are green drapes and a leopard mink. Girl standing next to me. Probably should have washed this. Smells like R. Kelly's sheets. But shit, it was 99 cents. I get copping it, washing it. About to go and get some compliments. Passing up on those moccasins. Someone else has been walking in. Bummy and grungy fucking men. I am stunting and flossing and saving my money. And I'm hella happy that's a bargain, bitch. I'ma take your grandpa style. I'ma take your grandpa style. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I have his hand me down? The Lord jumpsuit and some house slippers. Dookie Brown leather jacket that I found. Dig it. They had a broken keyboard. I bought a broken keyboard. I bought a ski blanket. Then I bought a kneeboard. Hello, hello, my ace man, my mellow. John Wayne ain't got nothing on my fringe game, hell no. I can take some pro wings, make them cool, sell those. The sneaker heads would be like, ah, uh, he got the bell, bro. I'm gonna pop some tags, only got $20 in my pocket. I didn't understand a word that was being said. <laughs> but it's still a funny, it's kind of a funny song, though, that. Especially the uh, the R. Well, Kelly. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, I smell, Jay, man. It's not like R. Kelly's masters. Sure. <laughs> and now that you, you mentioned Buzzkill, um, I have a picture of her as a kid that showed up in my memories, and I'll have to post it after the show. Okay. <laughs> it's it's not good. Yeah, but our, but Buzzkill's always doing that, asking me if I've heard a specific song or, or seen a video for the song. Who does she think she's talking to? You? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I've seen it, heard it. Anyway, go ahead. What you got? What's, well, let's get the good. Let's go for the good stuff now. Let's cheer things up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here we are. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. One of the hottest redheads with one of the best voices ever. Opera trained. <sighs> Take it away, Pat.
Love Pat Benatar. I, uh, it was hard I heard to get one a... of her con- Go ahead. I heard one of her concerts once. I didn't see the concert. I, I was outside, but it was loud, so I could hear it. So we sat there and listened. Have you told that story before? I think you yeah, may have. Yeah, I talked about that. It was at the old Barnhill Arena when I was at school at the University of Arkansas. And yeah. you could hear the uh, concert going on, so we just sat on the uh, on the steps there. Or on the, uh, yeah, the sidewalk there, the bus stop, I mean. And uh, oh, sat there and listened to the concert. And it's funny. There's a funny story. And Neil Geraldo is a great guitar player. And she said, when we were auditioning uh, guitar players, this Neil guy walked in. And I said, oh, he's kind of hot. And then it was even better when I found out he could play. (laughs) (laughs) And they've been married for years. Yeah. Well, my good song, Matt, I decided to go more with the uh, the Wild Man theme. Not really the feast part, yeah. just the Wild Man. Like, you know, yeah, being wild and doing wild things. Exactly. And, you know, right. partying and stuff like that. So, here's, because, uh, you know, also, keeping with the rap theme of the week, here's Snoop Dogg featuring Wiz Khalifa, Young, Wild, <laughs> Free. So when we get drunk. Show. Keep it real with my niggas, keep it playing for these hoes It look clean, don't it? Watch it the other day, watch how you lean on it Eat me some 501 jeans on and roll joints bigger than King Kong's fingers And smoke some hoes down to the singers You a class clown, and if I skip for the damn with your bitch smoking gray You know what, it's like I'm 17 again, peach fuzz on my face Looking on the case, trying to find a hella taste Oh my God, I'm on the chase Chevy, it's getting kind of heavy Irrelevant, selling it, dipping away Time keeps slipping away Zipping the safe, flipping for pay Tipping like I'm dripping in paint Up front, focus like a leaf I put the wheat in the chain So what we get drunk, so what we smoke weed We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what we go out Oh yeah. The Snoop Meister. Yep. Roll one, smoke one. When you live like this, you're supposed to party. Mhm. Oh, <laughs> I posted that on Facebook one time, dedicated to Jamie after one of her little moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the moment when she called me at work? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh God. So uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's get lit and light up those phone okay. lines, folks. At six six one 
the Love the Ginger hotline at 661-244-9852. And here to kick it off, J-Man, the uh, Kiss of Ginger Day hotline. Over the uh, IWS audio teletype machine, (laughs) J-Man, I received... I received this audio at 1.59 a.m. this morning, unbeknownst to me because I was fast asleep. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm sure it's very nice, but um, it hasn't been vetted. But let's take a listen. It's from Lauren. Hey, y'all. Lauren from the Beer Mine here. I am IWS Radio's newest and all-time hottest redhead. Happy Kiss of Ginger Day. But let me tell you, if Matt even attempts to kiss me today, my knee will be introduced to his groin. Fair warning, Matt. Mm. Yeah, don't take any chances with that. Well, no, I won't. I guess I won't. (laughs) (laughs) So, So I saw this this week, Matt. And uh, made me think of the, uh, the the feast of the wild men, and I thought uh-huh. I would bring it up here, and and, uh, and you could comment on it. <clears throat> so a man lost uh, fantasy football league, and uh-huh. uh, as the loser of the league or the bet or whatever it was, he has to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. Now, part of the deal is though. For every waffle he eats, you take an hour off the amount of time he has to stay there. Right? So if he gets there and let's say he eats four waffles right off the bat, now he only has to stay 20 hours. Right? Okay. Right. All right. If you were this person, Matt, how many hours would you have to stay before you could finish your 24 waffles? And we're not talking about, by the way, these are not the rinky-dink little frozen waffles you get at the stove. These are these are Waffle House waffles. Just saying. Well, does he have to eat waffles? Does he have yes. to? That's the only way to take time off. If you don't want to eat waffles, you can, you'll have to stay the whole 24 hours. I would stay the whole 24 hours, J-Man. <laughs> it's freaking Waffle you're, House. You're not, a, you're not a waffle man? You don't like waffles? I don't mind them. I like them better than pancakes, but I love Waffle House. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I would sit there yeah, for well, 24 <laughs> hours and eat a chili cheese burrito every 30 minutes. <laughs> well, you're not With you're my hash browns smothered exactly. and whatnot. Scattered, smothered, and covered hash browns. Yes. Some scrambled uh, eggs. Maybe some bacon Good waffles. And, you know, and, and and coffee, and you just keep having them refill the coffee every once in a while, and maybe yeah. come back and have have some more some more hash browns, and just hang out. I would say get there at about nine p.m., ten p.m., and stay throughout yeah. the night. You could probably get enough material to write a book. Exactly. For like twenty-four hours. You also okay, would be in danger I'm... of. Yeah, I mean the Waffle House is going to get robbed in that twenty-four hours. I mean, it's, you know, 
always sometimes a little iffy. Sometimes by the waitress, as you mentioned one sometimes time. Sometimes by the watcher, but sometimes by the waitress if it's the Waffle House I'm in. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, 24 hours, of, I mean, an hour in a Waffle House is quite an experience. I can imagine what yeah. 24 hours would be. Okay, maybe I'd get thought, tired about hour 15, and I'd start chomping some waffles, but it would take a while. I don't mind staying at Waffle House. <laughs> they, have, they have quite a menu, actually. Pretty good size they menu. They do. You have some breakfast. You can have your burgers. You can have, you can have a T-bone and scrambled eggs. Exactly. Not not <laughs> saying that's the highest end of a T-bone, highest rated T-bone. No, it's not. Time, but hey, it's, man. No, it's it, not. It, it is USDA approved. <laughs> Boy, I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> it's also not the same kind of T-bone you'd get at at, at uh, the Dollar Tree, so there's that too. It's, it's exactly. in between. Isn't <laughs> it more like what? What do they call it? A ball steak? Because it's got that ball bone in it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So anyway, lots of uh, yeah. there'd be lots of options there. It'd be a, oh sure. It would definitely be a a, a story to. Tell your friends about the time you spent oh, sure. 24 hours in a Waffle House. <laughs> I also saw this week, I had no idea that this was a thing. Apparently, a lot of people are participating in what they call dry January. What? No alcohol for all of January. To start the year off. Well, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know why anybody would want to do that. I mean, if you're going to do a dry month, you got to do it in February anyway, because it's the shorter month, shortest month. For one thing. Exactly. Good, good point, <laughs> J-Man. <laughs> January is the longest month. Yes, I know there's other months with 31 days. But they're not cold. <laughs> right. Not I, think cold. That, I think the idea is it's, it's right after the holidays and people have been partying and stuff the holidays. But not me, not me, though. I didn't get invited to any holiday parties. So, I, you know. Nor did I. Well, I did, but I didn't go. Yeah, so I don't have any reason to participate. No. In that. So fuck that. <clears throat> and... Again, those phone lines are open, 661-244-9852. And while we're waiting for the throngs of people to call in, uh, why don't we see what happened Redhead. at Walmart this week? Redheads. Call okay. in, Redheads. Yeah. Let's see what Actually, it was a couple of weeks ago. So, uh, somebody, somebody, I don't want to say name names, forgot to upload this last week. So here we go for a little <laughs> overheard at Walmart. Thanks. What do you want, Ellie? My phone has caller ID, so I know who's calling. Now, what do you want? I'm not being short with you. I'm just trying to get my shopping done. You know how much Walmart caused my anxiety to flare up? Now, what do you want? No, corn is bad for you. Since I read about it the other day, they say it's bad for us and we can't digest it. The people who are experts on this sort of thing I read it on the internet. I said, no, 
Do you want anything else, Ellie? Stop your whining, Ellie. I'll be home in a bit, and you better have those dishes done. Goodbye. Yeah, somebody was on the phone explaining that corn was bad for you. Uh-huh. Can't have any corn. Oh, my God. That's funny. And uh, <clears throat> I told Jamie to go with her best uh, twangy redneck accent, and it turns out Jamie's Cajun. <laughs> Before you said that, I was going to say, who the hell was that woman? (laughs) That was was Louisiana Jamie right there. Louisiana Jaime, J-Man. Jaime, I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, he didn't know she oh, was. Oh, we got uh, a new character, uh, J-Man. We have yeah, a new she, character. She, may, <laughs> she she may live on the escarpment now, but she grew up on the bayou. <laughs> uh-huh. And Jamie Jamie could call in and defend herself, but she's probably asleep, so. Yeah, she probably is. But I'll tell you <clears> what. And um well, J-Man, let me tell you. Since she is probably asleep, we have a uh, little dose of Jamie to give everyone. Everyone loves Jamie more than you and I. Um, Take it away. Friday Brunch Leftovers from IWS Radio. (laughs) I asked Matt if anybody's ever told him to eat a bag of dicks. Oh, probably. Uh, yeah, I think I have been told to do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Why would dicks be in a bag anyway? Well, G- uh, Sherry gave me this box of things that looked kind of in a thing of like a Tic Tac type thing last Christmas. Not this past Christmas, the one before. And uh, they were dicks. Mm-hmm. Shmoop came out at work. We know this Shmoop story. Shmoop came out at work. They were all eating dicks at work at the deli. Yep. Dicks at the deli. That could be a song. That could, could be. be. Should write one for the show. Cause we got dicks at the deli. And you know we're gonna use them good. Cause we got dicks at the deli. And you know we're gonna treat them like we should. <laughs> well, there's one audio down for Sunday. We got that one, Jamie. Uh, I couldn't think of lyrics. Not a word. Pretty good stuff right there. Yeah, that's how the magic happens, people. Yeah. When you do show prep, you got to be prepping. Right. And, you know, get spontaneous music from sure. Jamie, which reminds me we still haven't done uh, Canadian karaoke with Jamie. <laughs> I think we've been <laughs> planning that for years now. <laughs> yeah, at least a couple. Yeah. Well, it'll happen. 
It'll happen. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Someday, somehow, somewhere. And in case anybody was wondering, uh, Purdue is beating the hell out of Michigan State right now. With 12 minutes oh. to go, second half, Purdue up 47-31. Michigan State has scored 31 points in 28 minutes. All right. And we want to give a shout out to Jack London, who uh, today would be his birthday. So shout out to that wild man. You know that before he was a, a writer, Matt, he was an oyster pirate. How is one an oyster pirate? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I just saw it on Twitter that he was an oyster pirate <laughs> before he became a writer. And I thought, well, that's that's a very cool job title. Well, sure, her. Huh? And uh, and of course, yeah, a sad uh, rest in peace to Neil Pert. Oh God, that's right. Never been a huge Rush fan, but that's sad. Never wanted anything no, bad. No, and his life. Yeah. Oh God, Neil Pert was one of the greatest drummers ever. As I said to someone mm-hmm. else, uh, very talented guys individually. I just hated them collectively. I hated Rush. <laughs> uh-huh. And, um, J-Man, it's funny. Um, Jamie was bitching to me the other day that someone called him vocally, Neil Peart. Here's the thing. It was a Canadian broadcaster. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe the rest of us have been wrong about that all these years. Mm. Probably not, but maybe, maybe. Oh, no, Jamie said, no, it's Pert. Oh, she was adamant, Jamie, or J-Man. She was adamant. Pert. Good God, all right. Easy. Don't get so worked up about these things, see? Exactly. Not like he heard it. He's dead. <laughs> right. Exactly. He doesn't care. <laughs> Beard pert. What does the matter now? You know. <laughs> Whatever you want to call him, Rush still sucked. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. And uh, Ferg was right on it when I posted the uh, death of Neil Pert. I think he said, I think it was just fuck rush. Thank you, uh-huh. Jesse Ferg, for yeah. chiming in. I always count on, uh, on Jesse not to be too sentimental about these things. No. <laughs> Doesn't get too worked up over it. No, he doesn't. Go. Oh, and it was funny, too, J-Man, because someone came through. I didn't wait on them. I was smoking. Lauren had the car. And uh, on Ohio license plates, they have your county listed on the plate. And I'm standing behind this car, and it said, Marion. 
I wanted so much to go up to that car and say, hey, do you know Jesse Ferg? <laughs> because you know they do. Like, oh, I've heard of him. Oh, sure. I've heard of him. Oh, yeah, he's that loud son of a bitch, isn't he? Yeah. We're all, you know, from the time we're kids, we're told to avoid that street. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh. So what you having tonight, yeah. J-Man? You having, what you having to eat? You having any uh, chili, stew, spaghetti? Beef, making beef stew. Who is? Beef stew. Huh. Yeah, got beef stew here. Well, courtesy of our, our, our good friend, Bobby Kraft. Really? He made up the beef stew for us because it is the feast of the wild man, and Bobby and I are pretty wild. And uh, oh, so sure. he decided to make it up for us. So That's let's, uh, and he made it into an audio because he's, you know, he's clever like that. Take it away, Bobby. <laughs> hey, everybody. Chef Bobby Kraft here. I bet y'all didn't know that I'm one hell of a good cook. Oh, yeah, it's true. So since this is the Feast of the Wild Man Day and I'm a wild man, I thought I'd do a little cooking for you. I'm going to make J-Man's sister's world-famous beef stew. It is so darn good, especially in the wintertime. You know, stew is good comfort food. Uh-huh, sure. So here's the ingredients. Stew meat, obviously. Carrots, sweet corn, peas, green beans, or if you're fancy, you can call them arrow which is the French word for green beans. Uh, let's see, chop up an onion. We need mushrooms and diced tomatoes and uh, potatoes and beef broth. The veggies uh, all are canned except the onion. Plus, I put a packet of Pioneer brand brown gravy mix in mine to thicken it up because I like my stew like I like my women, brown and thick. Okay, we're going to start by cutting up the beef into small pieces. I've already done that. Some people like their ingredients all chunky in the stew, but I don't. I like them small, so I can get, like, beef, taters, and veggies all in one big spoonful. So I cut everything up real small-like. So we start by cutting up the beef, and we're going to throw it in the skillet at medium heat with some EVOO, and we're going to hit it with garlic powder and cabiners, and we're going to, while that's browning up, uh, we're going to prepare the rest of the ingredients. And uh, you know what? I just hate chopping up onions. It's a real pain in the butt. I think they go everywhere. Look at that. I'm got to be kidding me. They're all over the floor. I step on them. And, oh, ew. God, it's annoying AF to step on them. I know I could use the already chopped frozen onions, but uh, they're very watery, and I don't like them. They add too much liquid to the stew. It messes up my calculations. All right, so we move those over there, and we're going to chop up the, uh, the mushrooms next. Peas and corns are already small enough. I get the can of diced tomatoes, so we're just going to go ahead and we're going to chop up these mushrooms real quick here. And ow, oh fuck, oh that's not that's not good at all. Uh, damn it, uh, cut a, I cut off a, a tip of my uh, flipping off finger here. Um, mm, that's going to burn. I tell you what, okay, uh, don't worry, it looks just like a mushroom. Ain't nobody going to notice. Uh, real quick here, um, we're going to chop up uh, the green beans and the carrots too. You got to peel and cube the taters. Throw in 32 ounces of beef broth, then uh, low sodium, then 32 ounces of water. Bring it all to a boil, and when the taters are soft, you uh, mix up the gravy, and then pour it in and stir it around to thicken up the stew. 
you want to serve it with some uh, bread of some kind, maybe like fresh. Uh, oh God, this burns! Oh, that thing is gonna kill me. Uh, I might have to go to the ER. Serve it with bread and, uh, and and serve it hot and eat it with your mouth. That's it. I gotta go. My fingers kill me. Enjoy the stew, everybody. This is Rock and Roll Radio. Stay tuned for more rock and roll. The kitchen is a dangerous place, Matt. Oh, I know it is. Injury could happen at any moment. Death, mismember, dismemberment. You just never know. But I gotta say, it was delicious. Okay. Yeah, he's fine. He's he's just so dramatic. It barely it barely nicked him. God. God. But man, he chopped those onions in a hurry, can he? Oh man, he's quick. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, the, the stew was delicious. It was outstanding. Hmm. Yeah, good for you. Hey, it's uh, the bottom of the hour, Matt. Yeah, I know, and I'm kind of disappointed, but. Let me chew the lawn over. Why are you disappointed? Uh, we had no new samples of anything. Oh, okay. It's time for the good, the bad, and the sunsy. Well, I'll go first. But you know what? As I'm looking at this, as I'm looking at this, Matt, I might have had this before. I can't remember now. I may have just looked at it a lot of times at Aldi. It's an Aldi. It's an Aldi wine. This one was uh, this one was expensive. It was four ninety nine. It's a little outrageous. It is um, La Cornada. It's a red wine from Spain. Now, I know I had that wine from Argentina because we, we talked about Gabriela Sanchez. Right? Was that her name? Yeah. Uh, Gabriela Sabatini. Sabatini, yeah. Oh. So, God. anyway, this is a uh, red wine. It's a, 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 a full bodied dry red wine with succulent flavors with black cherry and plum. And uh, they say that it uh, pairs well with roasted chicken, grilled lamb, ham, pasta, and mild cheeses. Okay. And it's 13% alcohol, baby. Well, there you go. So that's outstanding right there. Oh, sure. Pour that into a glass. And uh, oh, yeah, it smells like red wine. I don't really, I don't really note any uh, black cherry or plum. Ooh, it is strong smelling. Okay, it's dark, 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 dark red. Which you know, sticking with the theme of redheads today. So, oh, here we sure. go, going in. Shot. 
That's not bad. It is dry. It's very dry. My tongue is dry now. Yeah. They weren't they weren't kidding about it being a, a really dry red wine. If I had some uh diet twist up here, I would pour it in there and make a little a little uh wine go out of it. It's probably perfect. Perfect. A little yeah, this spritzer. is pretty good. Yeah, a little spritzer. You know, for for a beautiful spring day. No, sure. Nothing okay, like a not spritzer bad. and some. Nothing like a spritzer and some stew, Jay man. <laughs> exactly. Not bad. Not bad at all. Four ninety nine okay. for a bottle, big bottle, full a regular bottle, seven hundred and fifty milliliter. Yeah. Imported. Uh, through by Mac and Shul Inc. in B- Key Biscayne, Florida. Hmm. Cool. What you got hey, for us, Matt? Well, J-Man, some dude sent me some bottles of alcohol illegally at Christmas. And uh, one of them is a little bottle of Jim Bean Vanilla. Which I think I had last last year around this time, so it's been a year. So, right, your taste buds change from year to year as you get older. You know, taste buds change. Yes, thank you. And uh, it's thirty-seven point five percent alcohol, which is a plus. And uh, I'm just going to drink this straight. I'm sure it's terrible. <laughs> I'm glad it's just a little airplane type bottle. <laughs> because if it wasn't, the day would end badly. I oh, think all burns. of those. Uh, Trust me, it burns. It, it burns, yeah. But I think all those uh, the Jim Beams are going to be pretty good. The uh, the vanilla, the honey. I've had them all. The only one I haven't yeah. had yet is the uh, regular. Yeah, which is fine, too. Regular old Jim Beam is pretty oh, good, Oh, shit, too. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I like the vanilla. I like the honey. What was the other one? Oh, the apple. The apple was the really apple. good. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, you know, the great thing about Jim Beam is it's, uh, it's one of the cheaper. I mean, it's one of the better values. <laughs> in the, uh, uh-huh. In the uh, Kentucky whiskey world. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, well, no, things that we don't do cheap things. We do things that are of, of good value. Low cost. Exactly. You know, there's nothing wrong with being inexpensive or frugal. Not at all. doesn't mean you can't do it doesn't mean, like you said, you can't good, get good value. Come on. 
Come on, people. Okay. Yeah, very nice. And thank you, Jamie. You're welcome. Looking at the Twitter machine to see if anything uh, was going on. Not a whole lot. Well, we do have the uh, Secretary of Defense, Mark Esper, this morning. You mean uh, Esperanto? Saying that, uh, Esperanto. Um, <laughs> saying this morning that he uh, did not uh, see any evidence in any of the briefings of uh, four U.S. embassies being threatened by the Iranians, but that if President Trump says so, I believe him. So he wants us to believe that the Secretary of Defense was never warned of threats to four U.S. embassies. The Secretary of Defense. Never received that. Yeah, you that. wouldn't want that. You wouldn't want the, no reason. No reason to involve the Secretary of Defense. No. If uh, no U.S. embassies are under threat. No. You wouldn't want to warn the SecDef. No, of not that. the SecDef. <laughs> oh God. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, well. We'll sally forth. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <clears throat> and uh, uh, Chris Jones just finished his on-field workout in the pregame with a sleeve on his right calf, and uh, he's now being told that he will not play today. Well, a devastating loss for whoever the hell he plays for. <laughs> oh, I bet it. I bet Big Daddy Jelani's in turmoil. His beloved Chiefs play today. Yeah, playing the the Texans. They, he, and Chris Jones does play for the uh, for the Chiefs. Defensive tackle. But he's out. And uh, but they did say that Travis Kelsey will be active. As always, they did not say how active. <laughs> That's pretty good. And what's up with the Titans? They're on a roll. That was crazy, wasn't it? I mean, they just kicked Baltimore's ass yesterday. Yeah, they didn't Bad just day. win. They beat the hell yeah. out of them. Yeah, tough day for Lamar Jackson, uh, and boy, every every asshole white sports pundit was all over Twitter, enjoying the hell out of Lamar Jackson, having a bad day. Weird, right? Well, that's unnecessary. Yeah, I agree. Why you gotta do that? God, I don't know. I need a moment of solace, J-Man. Yeah. So the Chiefs Taking will be in without Chris Jones, and and Juan Thornhill is also out. With an ACL injury. Juan Thorn, Paul Defensive back, Juan huh? Thornhill and Chris Jones, both out. So all you degenerates out there, make note of that before you make your bets. 
Chiefs, of course, being a pretty heavy favorite. Something like six and a half point favorite, I think. They should still win. They should still be better than. Well, you know, you never know what Deshaun Watson might go crazy on them. Kansas, oh wow, Kansas City is a ten point favorite. You're kidding me. That seems a bit much. Green Bay is Green Bay's a four point favorite on Seattle. I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle won though. Seattle has not won in Green Bay since nineteen ninety nine. That's a long time. Exactly. The odds are kind of in their favor. That kind of a long stretch without winning. You gotta win sometime, right? Got to even things out. Oh my God! Shut up! Just shut up. You know, you know what? Ha- you know how it happened in 1999. You know what that win was? What? Oh no, no, no! It was the other way around. The last time Seattle played in the playoffs in Green Bay when uh, Matt Hasselbeck was the quarterback, and the game went to overtime, and they won the toss. Seattle won the toss in overtime, and Matt Hasselbeck says, "We want the ball. We're going to win the game." And then he threw a pick six. Huh. <laughs> yeah, those Hasselback boys were always hilarious, weren't they? Oh, yeah, they are. Just really enjoyed those guys. So is Elizabeth. You know, the one oh, with yeah. the S in her name. She's married to Tim, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, she's, yeah Elizabeth. You know who else is hilarious, J-Man? Who? Some chick who's been on our soundboard for about four weeks. Take it away, Amber O'Day. Through the looking glass of love with Amber O'Pity. I'm sorry that you had to make me the villain of your story in order to stay in the light keep the onlookers in the dark. I'm sorry. So very sorry for you. I have no desire to clear my name in your book of fiction. Paint me however you need to paint me so the guilt doesn't feel so heavy. I am light as a feather. That being said, I'm sexier than a buttered biscuit with a side of bacon and a glass of sweet tea. That's country sexy for you city folk. That's pretty sexy. Oh sure, Amber O'Pity, ladies and gentlemen. I never, I never heard of. What's her name again? Amber. Amber O'Pity. Amber O'Pity. I never heard of her before. Seems like a nice girl, though. Oh yeah, she's been on the soundboard for about four or six weeks. Yep. We still have. our buddy uh, Paul Pyatt from last week that I don't think he played. Oh, you want me to go ahead and play? You know, he had some resolutions for this year, Jay Man. Yeah, let's let's hear let's hear Paul Pyatt too. Okay. Oh, sure. Where are you, Paul? Paul, 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 Paul. There you are. Gentle yet 
heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the form and aromatic coffee of life that is IWS Radio. Renowned poet and IWS literary editor, Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the sullied boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic, I offer unto you a modicum and perhaps a syllabus of my New Year's resolutions. The resolution first most and utmost in my life is to become a better writer. I want to eschew writing with pen and ink and instead write with passion and fire. To take my most elegant words from mere prose on paper and turn my lexicon into a fiery source of sensuality that sets the world all a temper. Yes, this year will be my breakout year where I dream fearlessly and motivate myself to make my personal yearnings become part of a life well-lived and a life that ignites a flame within the hearts of others. This will be my year, a year where I say to the world, if you cannot handle me at my worst, you do not deserve me at my best. Lastly, this will also be the year that I finally indulge myself in some Burkina Fasoian cuisine, which I hear is quite tasty, yet leaves one with an empty stomach and wanting more. Hmm. Those, my friends, are my resolutions, and that is my resolve. So, for now, as I wish you all an effusive and ebullient New Year, and as I travel New Year Road, the road yet to be traveled. Absolutely, and I certainly hope that he uh, fulfills all of his uh, resolutions. I know. A, I know you do. I'll pass great, that along, Jamie. Yeah, tell him to have a great 2020. Not a good 2020, but a great 2020. Great. Mm. An ebullient 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An above average 2020, at least. Yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, you know what's funny? Some people, when they have a birthday, I've used that phrase. I hope you have an above-average birthday. Yeah, I think that's funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is funny. Have an okay birthday. Yeah. Not necessarily great. Thanks for not calling in, Jamie. That's all right. That's okay. That's okay. 
as always. Yeah, we got we got it under control. We made it this far. We made it. It's only eight minutes to go. That's pretty good. Yeah. We're good. I wrote down on my uh in my notes <laughs> beef jer- yes. beef jerky. Do you have any idea what that's about? Yes. I know exactly what it's about. For once I know exactly what it's about, J Man. <laughs> okay. You know, I told uh, Jamie I was going to send her a jar of dried beef. And during soup prep, you asked her if she's ever had beef jerky, and she said no. Which is kind of dried beef, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. That's why I wrote it down. That's actually funny that you and I together remembered something. Yeah, and if Jamie had called in, we could have talked about dried beef today, but we didn't get to because yeah, I also have. was going we to talk. About, I was going to talk about those, like the Slim Jims, the beef jerky that comes yeah. in the package with with a thing of cheese, the cheddar cheese, and oh yeah, you can get it with cheese too. Yeah, right. That's the bomb right there, cheese and yeah. the uh, uh, beef jerky right there together, and you just rip it open and have both oh, of them. Oh God. Lunch is on right there, baby. I know. I just can't believe. Can't believe Canadians don't uh, enjoy things like that. What the hell's wrong with that? I know. know. And ladies and gentlemen, as I told Jay the uh, yesterday, last night after I remembered it, because I got a hold of him on Facebook and then I couldn't remember what I wanted to tell him. If you look at our slideshow, the three lovely redheads on the slideshow are Shannon, Schmoop, and Sherry. So you know, redheads have to start nope. with the name. Shoot. Yeah. No, uh, no shit. How about that? Exactly. That was that was set up perfectly. Uh huh. Mhm. I'm brilliant that way. After I discover it ten minutes after the fact, J Man. Right. No, 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 you meant to do that. It's cool. Okay, we'll go with that. We're professional podcasters. Oh, sure. Accidentally. Accidentally professional. That should be a show title sometime. (laughs) Yeah, it should be. (laughs) We can do that next week. We don't have anything else going on. I know what next week is. Trust me, I know what next week is. Next is week's it? the 19th. It's the three-year anniversary of my near-death experience. So we're going to do a show about death next week? 
well, we don't have to do a show about. No, oh. we'll do a show about life. Oh, okay. I think we did that last year. Yeah, we may have. But I think it falls on the exact day that this year, I think it falls on the exact day that I wrote out the schmoop because I couldn't talk. We got to go to the hospital. You had that funky bacterial infection. Uh-huh. Hold on, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, are you there? Jamie? Jamie? Are you there? Jamie? Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. God. <laughs> I put her back on mute. Let the girl sleep. She needs her rest. <clears throat> she, the the soothing dulcet tones of IWS Radio helped her go to sleep. <laughs> well, I'm about to break those up, J-Man, because we're ready to hit uh, our end song. Are we going to rock the house? Yeah, if she's listening, she'll be woke. You know, it's not only Ginger Day, but we were speaking, we were talking about Wild Man Day. Uh-huh. J-Man. Who's more wild than the killer? Nobody. Jerry Lee Lewis. Nobody at all. Take us away. Yeah. Well, you shake my nerves and you rattle my brain Too much your love drives a man insane You broke my will, but what a thrill Goodness gracious, great balls of fire I let you love what I thought it was funny You came along and moved me, honey I changed my mind, just look at Great balls of fire
Hell yeah. Hell yeah, baby. The killer. Killer, man. <laughs> Jerry Falwell's Jerry cousin, which is always fun to say. Uh-huh. Or Jimmy Swagger, I think. Swaggers, Jimmy Swagger. Yeah, swag, swag. Swags. <laughs> Swags. Oh, yeah. What a badass. All right, then. There we go. Yep. Another brilliant episode of IWS Radio in the can. No, sure. All right. And we'll be no. back next week. Oh, sure. Doing stuff that, you know, people who, who lived do. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, something like that. All right. Always fun. All right. So on behalf of Jamie, on behalf on behalf of Jamie, for hanging with me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for staying awake for the whole show. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So yeah. thanks to everybody for listening. On behalf of Jamie, I'm sure she's very thankful. <laughs> yes. And we will catch you guys next week. All right, then. Talk to you later, J-Man. Bye.